1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello,
2: everyone. Welcome to Red Bed TV and the Build Up Show. Liverpool back in action again. Aston Villa, the Premier League. Um, yes, it's I'm not Arsenal probably- awesome today, Paul. We're not playing Arsenal, Chris. We're playing alphabetically, I think, the next nearest team, though. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to live with that. Um, Someone's going to try and prove that, disprove that in the comments. I've not put any thoughts into that. I may well be wrong. Please feel free to let me know in the comments. Um, Yes. Anyway, uh, Chris Pajek, as you can see, joins me. John Machen joins me as well. And Ross Chandley. Uh, Chris, yes. Um, Wonderful mug, by the way. Um, We, um, yes. Yes. Here we go again, Chris. Again, yes, three games in a week concludes with a trip to Villa Park. I mean, at least we haven't had to wait long to bounce back from the Arsenal defeat.
3: No, and and listen there's not going to be many players that actually have to bounce back is there I think van Dijk and Salah are probably two players that are going to play a part in this fixture and hopefully a very big part in this fixture certainly for Mo um I'm looking forward to it and you know obviously last year it was one of the games of the season away at Villa Park wasn't it um, it's going to be different as as it always is uh, without fans and stuff but you know if we pick up where we left off from Monday's game against Arsenal with the first team and we put in God, even 80% of that performance, we should be too strong for them, Paul. And, you know, the, the way that we were playing against Arsenal, you know, we continued, essentially, the the confidence continued from playing a 10-man Chelsea into the performance against Arsenal. It's a dominating performance against Arsenal. And if we can keep that up and that momentum rolling, then hopefully come Sunday night, we'll be saying, oh, bloody hell, the international break, what a bad time for the international break to come around.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, not, yeah, I not completely agree with that. And um, for me, Dad, I think when Klopp and and Linders and Co. Will will have been looking ahead to this season, or moreover analyzing last season, I think that game at Villa Park, we look back on it as a real touchstone moment because it set a real tone, I think, and it said that Liverpool will go into to the to the last possible breath of a football match and do everything in their power to win. I don't think they think of it that way. I think they look and go, we'd quite like to win games without having to do that. That. And this is a good example of, you know, we're going to see how Liverpool's approach differs. Villa, you know, are actually starting the season pretty well. About they got knocked out of the FL Cup by Stoke. Um, this one for me, it's not three, you can't win three more points. We can't take more points from this than we did last season. But I think the method in which we achieve it is is going to be how Liverpool benchmark themselves this season.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you're a heavyweight boxer, it's lovely to knock someone out in the last round, but it's much better to do it in the first. (laughs) That's that's the way it is. I mean, I, I said last year, Phil is a big club, great ground, but of course they're not going to have any fans in there this time. And they gave us a game last year, even though they were terrible all season, they gave us a game. Yeah, Probably no one else but us. This year, as you say, they've started well. They, they made 11 changes before their Carabao Cup game. So the, the league is their, the important thing for them, just as it is for us. So, uh, and I think they think they're going to be giving us a game. And I think this time we won't be leaving it till the last. Yeah. We'll, I think we'll just walk all over them.
2: Yeah, and I mean it's worth remembering the game um, last season. Rosses it falls in a really mad period of the season for us, where we had Manchester City looming, we had a Champions League game, and Manchester City on the horizon. Fabinho doesn't play the game. Lalana plays the six because we're trying to make sure Fabinho doesn't pick a yellow up, so he doesn't miss City. So we had to take a couple of risks with this. Haven't played three games in a week. We might. We might be gambling on a couple of bits of fitness here and there, but yeah, that will be the hope with this is Villa will take encouragement. I think, I think they'll be looking, they'll be pinning that result up on the board, on the board in, in the in the dressing room and saying, you know, we nearly got something from this game. If we try that again, we might do it. And Liverpool equally will be saying, do not let this happen. You've got a point to prove.
5: Yeah, I think it's pretty much bad time to play. Liverpool, being perfectly honest, just on the back of what Chris says, you know, we've got three and three so far and, you know, I think something to be said for the rest of the teams that are up there. Liverpool are going to want to go take that international break with maximum points. And, and you'll kind of set a, set a statement out there for, for what's going on. You're right, we've got a much more better options. We've got people that have been integrated into the team, people that are pushed on since that, you know, a, a Curtis Jones, you know, is a t- totally different option to what it would have been 12 months ago. You'll play, play in Aston Villa, you know, Jotters Jotters come in like we discussed on on the final word, it's it's not bad. Astonville have got a lot more to deal with in this game than he, than he did in the last one. And Liverpool kinda of threw the kitchen sink at them and you know, whether we got lucky or you know, the mentality was still there. I still expect it to be a tough game. Aston Villa made some good signs as well. I think they got Ross Barkley in, John McGinn, and Jack Grealish are both very good players. They've got a decent goalkeeper now, who I thought was Arsenal's better goalkeeper until we played last night. He um, just kind of totally, <laughs> totally, totally, totally proved me wrong. But you know, I don't think it'll be dead easy. But I think that the fans thing is is a massive thing for like John says for a club like Aston Villa. You know, it's you know growing up in, in the nineties, they're they're a massive club. You know, with with a big stadium, with like all teams who, who get behind them. But you know. Liverpool are getting used to winning games now without, you know, away from home without fans in the crowd. I think it's a huge thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and it's kind of mentioned there, Chris. They've got they've got good players. They've bought well. There'll be there'll be a better of I don't think Villa. Well, they might. But I would I imagine Villa will be a stronger proposition this time around. They've added Ross Barkley as well on loan, and we know he's got you know he, he uh, had a decent performance against us last season in particular. He's another lad there that they've added who's who's talented. Who actually will be looking to take the game to us. Um, so yeah, look, I I, I I don't expect this to be a a walk in the park, but also,
3: I I. I I'd be quite buoyed if Aston Villa wanted to take the game to us, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be buoyed and I'd be surprised if they did, to be honest with you. I think, you know, yes, they're coming off two, two wins in the Premier League and, you know, I know the they, they dominate really, don't they, uh, Fulham. Um, but the first game, obviously, they beat a good side in Sheffield United, but the, the red card changes that game and, 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 and very early on in that game, wasn't it? So they, they get a one nil result against Sheffield United, but they'll they'll equally be hoping to go in with uh, nine points into the international break and three wins. Uh, Liverpool obviously looking for their fourth and. You know, for me, it's about setting your stall out now. And you know, if we can get to the international break with 12 points and put in a good performance against Aston Villa, I think the rest of the league sits up and takes notice. Um, and and they already should have been. But the fact is, you break. Brendan Rodgers used to do it. He used to break the season down into chunks of games. And if you can get to this international break with full points everyone else is what well, heck that's a, that's a, not a not a good sign for us you know and you might just be able to kill a little bit of the hope of the other sides around you but when it comes to Liverpool yeah they've got Aston Villa sorry they've got good players but you know they're not as intense as we are They're not as, no team is as loud as we are in these empty stadiums either you know the, the shouting and everything else that we do you, you said it last week I can't remember if it was after the Arsenal game but you know we're managing to suffocate sides without the use of a crowd which yeah. I've not seen any other side do apart from maybe by Munich in this sort of COVID area of football
5: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a, they've, got a hoping, uh, they've got a false sense of security after that Fulham game because Fulham was shocking and, uh, all over the pitch not just defensively as well like it's a different different kettle of fish coming up against Liverpool and what we can do with Aston Villa they will have taken confidence from that game but like as we said before they've got to prepare for so many more situations than they do against Fulham you know does, does Manny play you've got to prepare for that does Jota play what we what, you know what's he going to do we've got an abundance of choices in the field you know we, Teams have to do a lot of homework on Liverpool and, and how we set up and what we do. We know Thiago is not there, which I think we know is a, is a bit of a bit of shit. We don't have that extra option, but we should have enough quality to to see past Aston Villa. Yeah,
2: and then this is the thing is that I think Chris is dead right on this. You know, you get to this. This will have been earmarked as the first chunk of the season. It, it's a very, very difficult start, and the issue is with this. Villa, in some regards, is a bit like it's not like after the Lord Mayor's show, but you know. Leeds coming up is a big occasion playing Le- Leeds first game in the Premier League is a big occasion Chelsea and Arsenal you, they they should be you know they're, they're historic rivals and relative you know top four rivals big games there's a We don't want to take our eyes off the prize here. We're thinking, oh well, we've done the really hard chunk. That I think the the squad will be looking at this, and so they can get into the international break, kind of catch themselves. Klopp referenced this post match about how he gets to he's going to be looking into the Champions League, so if he gets to he gets next week to catch up. But the one who this will be the plan all along is twelve points, and then take a breather and reestablish yourselves.
4: Sure, And, and and although they always say, you know, we take take each game as it comes. I think everyone at the club knows that after the break we've got Everton and we've got City coming up. You want to keep your momentum going, and although you know this this isn't this is a bit after the Lord Mayor show for us, it's not for Villa. This is a mm. big game for them, yeah. and unless we're on our mark, you know we're going to have trouble. Yeah. But, and I don't think we're that daft. I think we know that we're a good side and we should be beating teams like Aston Villa,
2: and I fully expect that we will. Yeah, absolutely right. We're going to talk a little bit about Liverpool's potential selections and potential selection headaches. Uh, but first, we've got some fantastic merchandise available for you guys. Have a little look at. Them
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Okay, then. Yes, you can check that out. There's plenty of ways in which you can have a little look at our shop. There's a uh, panel underneath the video on YouTube. So you can scroll down and have a little peruse. There's a brand new Tiago t-shirt there as well. If you want to get involved with that, you can do. uh, Chris showed his mug. I will show Mine as well, they've got the as you wear ones, which are absolutely fabulous. Um, yeah, let's see, let's see. Mug buddies, oh, someone's at the door. Um, Gentlemen. who is it? So it's, a it's, Jeff is, Astle. it's a health it's a, visitor, yeah,
4: fairly
2: certain. Yeah, it's it's a Jeff. Astle. If anyone gets the Jeff Astle reference, please let me know. You get grey yeah. brownie points for um, me in the comments. Yeah, um, right, sad. Okay, yeah, um, Chris, there might be a couple of selection headaches now at a time of recording, um. You know, all we have is very, and I said it's very, very unsubstantiated uh, rumours and innuendo around, you know, Liverpool's, the health of Liverpool's squad. There was a little bit going around on the match day for Arsenal that, you know, a couple of Liverpool squad players had contracted COVID off the back of the Thiago stuff. We know Thiago's not going to be available. Uh, we know there's already a couple of injury issues. Jordan Henderson is still going to be a doubt for this game. Matip's not going to be back uh, a little bit longer then on top for Oxlade Chamberlain. Liverpool have got some. Got some concerns and some issues again. Like Brewster will, will probably be gone by this point. Shaqiri might well be out the way. Um, if Liverpool were to lose a couple more, you know, given the minutes already on the pitch for the likes of Shaqiri and Van Dijk, this might actually make it a bit tricky for Klopp to put a, a decent side. Well, down. yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Let, let's hope. Look, uh, what we do know is that the senior players who played against Arsenal, if the worst comes to the worst, they're not involved in in this. Covid thing, are they, for a start so, so you've got Adrian, if the goalkeeper goes down, uh, you've got James Milner, you've got Virgil van Dijk, you've got Joe Gomez, um, you've got Jeannie Wijnaldum, you've got your Salas uh, you, uh, so, so we, yeah. and, and your Minaminos and, and your Jotters. so we can put a good size out regardless, what you're hoping for is that it's none of the lads that you know I've not mentioned, you, your Sadio Mane your Bobby Firminos, the lads that weren't involved in the Matchday squad last night but regardless of that, I think Liverpool have got a very strong Side to be able to put out, I'd be really surprised, you know, if, if all of those players uh, were all first teamers. Uh, what you're hoping for is that it's not the midfielders, I suppose, because what we know is we've got Fabinho, Fabinho, we've got Wijnaldum if we need them. So you're looking yeah. for that one other player, James Milner could be that lad if you need. So we've got at least three midfielders, we've got at least three strikers, and we've got a defence that we can put out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's that's it. That's it, Dan. I mean, obviously, let we won't go too much onto into the rumors and stuff. But even if, for, let's say, I mean, you'd imagine in normal circumstances, Mane and Firmino and Allison, it's just it's just obvious they've just been rested because it's the League Cup, um, so they should all come back in. There should be no issues there. But even if they didn't, you know, as Chris kind of rightly points out, with Robertson <coughs> for being, you know, and Genie Alder, all on the bench. If you and Gomez, in fact, if you put those four back into that team. From midweek, it's still a bloody good team.
4: Yeah, I mean, and the uh, the forward line last night, with a decent midfield behind it, will be really, really dangerous. Yeah, you know, it we wasn't quite that way last night, but uh, um, you know, a, a decent midfield, and and we would have Fabinho and at least, as Chris said. Um, so we'll be fine, you know. Yeah, and, I... uh, and if everyone is fit and healthy. And you're still only you're still looking at a eleven players who almost pick themselves at the moment because the midfield is pretty weak. In I agree numbers. with. I agree with
2: that. I mean, for you, Dad, Elard is just to the best of your ability. We just go on a game with the team that played on Monday against Arsenal.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still uh, Henderson is uh, fit again, and Thiago's shaking off COVID. You know, I don't think we'll see much change in our midfield. Uh, because
2: yeah. the international break may change everything Yeah, I mean that's it it's, it's, it should hopefully the international break will clear a few injuries up for Liverpool but Ross I mean look we know this we know so much that if everyone's fit and available from the Monday game the front three picks itself at the moment um, the midfield will always be a, a talking point throughout the season of what that team's going to be but based on what we've seen you know I can't see it being anything really other than Fabinho Caton and Wine Alden, really. And Milner might get a look in, Curtis Jones might get a look in, but both of those lads played a lot of played a lot of minutes in there just a couple of days ago.
5: Yeah, it'd be the one that makes sense. The only concern is I think I know Jordan is getting assessed today off you know, Friday town recording it ahead of the game on Sunday, but he's been called up for England. You know, yeah. it's still have fucking stupid logic. You know, the lads, yeah. the lad's been injured, not playing any games yet. He can go and fly around the world or whatever it is to, to go and play footy. Seems stupid. It'd be nice to see him get half an hour, even being perfectly honest, just to get him up to yeah. speed and get get some rhythm back into his game. But like you said, you know, the, the choices that Liverpool have got, even when you know, we find ourselves down to the bones, as it, as it were, because of injuries or, you know, potential injuries or potential COVID, we're still, we're still a very good side. Like, even if Curtis Jones had to start this game, I know he played on, on Wednesday, Thursday, fucking hell. Uh, you know, <laughs> if, his name's on the, if his name's on the team sheet. It's been a long time since oh.
3: we played Thursday night football. I bet the AFTB
5: uh, are making the same uh, mistake as us. Thursday night yeah. football can get in the bin, but if, if his name's on the team sheet now, like, you're not scoffing at it. Are you? you're not just like John says? There's no, there's no concerns. that you know how he's going to play. You know he will fit into the system, and, and we can play well. I think that midfield battle will be pretty tough if they play Ross Barkley, you know, McGinn and, and Jack Grealish, I think that's where we kind of need to control it. But Fabinho, Fabinho does that. Yeah, and this is not... I mean, this is the thing. The conversation a week ago was different, Chris, because of the centre-back
2: issues. You know, if Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez are fit, and given particularly given the, the magnificent performance of Gomez uh, on, on Monday, that's not an issue at the moment. It might it might inform that the substitutes bench again and who are the backups for the defence might, might be a little question mark, but you'd imagine Trent comes back in, Gomez and, and, and van Dijk will start, Robertson will start, and so... Fabinho is is available for the midfield, so Fabinho will, you'd imagine, again just come in and and then you, again, yeah, it's it does. I suspect it does largely pick itself this team.
3: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Obviously, barring anything mad happening, but as you say, those lads should all be available. If you've got Fabinho, you've got Wijnaldum, and then worst comes to the worst, you've got James Milner. Best case, probably, Naby Keita to come in. Um, That's still a midfield that's absolutely sound. Wealth of experience there, lads that have played together. And then, you know, worst case scenario, you've got Minamino, Jota and Salah as your front three. Best case scenario, you've got Salah, Mane and Firmino coming in. Either sides, I think, would be good enough to beat Aston Villa, um, hopefully. Um, fingers crossed, anyway. But, yeah, no, look, I, 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 it's such a shame we've not recorded this after the um, press conference, isn't it? But, you know, t- timings hasn't allowed for that, Paul. And, um, I'm not sure the Klopp would give anything away anyway in the press conference. So I think Definitely. it might just be a case of waiting for journalists to, to feed on scraps and let us know what's going on, if they can unearth anything
2: yeah definitely and again one thing we know regardless of the side that goes put that we put out is that you've got a a level of endeavor where creating understanding in the side so you know we can we can rotate if we have to and look we're going to have to rotate that you know in a, you know maybe we, not ideally at the moment but look once we come back from the internationals you know the Champions League ramps up again you're playing two games a week we're going to see it's not often that we're going to see our uh, what we can see consider to be our strongest eleven. You know, th- th- it's going to be a lot of teams where it might be it might it's going to be probably two from the established front three in a lot of games. You know, Jota will play a lot more football. Minamino will play a lot more football. Um, so we should I again, mean, regardless of the iteration, I think we're going to be. I mean, right. I
4: think I think midfield. Once we've got all our midfield players fit, they'll chop and change. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because we we now have at least four people who can play the holding role, mm-hmm. if need be, and yeah. we have we have attacking midfield players now. I mean, but while we're down in numbers, we're just going to see the same three week in, week out as long as they stay fit.
2: Yeah, uh, one person I think who, who might be who might actually be in contention for the start, this um, is Diogo Jota. I, I, you know, I still tend to err on the side of the front three of fit. They're gonna they're gonna play, but I, I think he's the most interesting conversation. I can't see Minamino just yet. I can't see turning around to Bobby Firmino and going, "You're just not playing, mate." You know, because I don't think Firmino's at that standard just at the moment, and I don't think Jota is better than Mane. But every minute Jota's been so exciting it's been such a joy to watch his early steps as a Liverpool player that if you told me that he was starting against Aston Villa for whatever reason I'd actually just be made up to see more of him
3: I would but not at Mane's expense to be honest (laughs) with you because Mane is just he just it's Matt. He, he continues to improve. He's yep. been improving since he came to the club, and he, he keeps on getting more influential and more impactful. And he's just an absolute joy to watch, isn't he? And every time he picks up the ball, you can see now the opposition teams are scared shitless of Sadio Mane, and rightfully so. He's such a dangerous player. I, 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 I'd, I'd be happy to remove him with thirty to go if we're a couple of goals up, but uh, I certainly still want Mane over Jota. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. If, if, if sorry, John. If you do if you do start Jota, if he does come in, I ain't disappointed. I'm excited to see how he does as well, John.
4: I mean, I see, you know, Jota as as a substitute, you know, at the moment. I mean, I think there will come a time when he's challenging. But now, I mean, you know, we have, as you say, Chris, Mane for 60 minutes and then suddenly everyone relaxes in the opposition and you bring on Jota. Yeah. You, you know, who's got to really make an impact. I mean, it's really good business bringing in a player that good.
2: Yeah, as an impact sub in the short term is great and again I think we'll see a world where you know one one of the front three will get but will play 90 minutes the other one will play 60 minutes and sub out for Jota and then the following game Jota will start and then be subbed out on 60 for the other lads who's then missed out and stuff we'll get to that kind of world but yeah we're taking very tentative steps towards that and it's Really exciting to see. Let's be you, sorry,
3: you say all the time, Paul, don't you? You talk about like the sports science and the minutes and stuff. And it wouldn't surprise me if Jota just brings everybody's minutes down in that front three, yeah. uh, you know, maybe 500 minutes each, and he picks all of those 500 minutes or, or whatever, you know, maybe picks a thousand, two thousand, and they all come down a sort of similar amount. And what we get actually is their minutes coming down and their level of play going up. And that's what I expect to see out of this Jota signing. And I'll, I'll try and do uh, some more dances for you and maybe some of this. And, <laughs> All that, like that's what Jotter so does for to me, me, please. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, Ross.
5: It's just bollocks to sports science, mate. Play four or four of them go four, two, three, one. <laughs> Bob, Bobby, Bobby in the 10, Jotter on the left, Manny on the right, and uh, Salah in the middle. Yeah. Four nil, happy days. Ag- Job done. On, yes. break, yeah. Let's just do that. Um,
2: okay, let's have um, some score predictions from you guys, Chris. What do you think? You've got no Emma to copy off this week.
3: Yeah, I know. I've just texted those, so I'm waiting for the reply. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say. One
2: uh, nil Liverpool. Okay, that three 0 Ross two one again. Okay, I'll take, I take I've got a feeling like a, a, a one or a two 0 for Liverpool here. You know, I, I can't see. I, I've just got a sneaking feeling that again, even though we've rotated, it's still a lot. It's been a very very intense you know, early starts of the season. We're lucky in some regards that Villa have had a similar kind of thing, of course. Um, so I think we will have enough to come out on top, even if we're struggling for, you know, even if the fitness issues are issues, Villa should have similar sorts of problems. So yeah, hopefully that'll be enough for us to come out on top, but I don't expect us to batter them, um, which would make it even more lovely if we did so yeah just do that please Liverpool um, yes we've got plenty more content for you so don't worry about that Chris is going to be doing his start 11 prediction show um, that should be good fun uh, we've also got two specials available for you on the RedmenTV.com right now uh, they are the Champions League draw reaction show where we looked a little bit about uh, the details about around Ajax and, 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 and Midgetland and Atalanta as well and our thoughts on that and of course with Rian Brewster uh, and the Sheffield United move there is a special on that so if you need more Liverpool content more chat around the big things happening around this wonderful football club of ours go over and start your subscription on the redmentv.com today uh, and you get access to all of that plus a whole host of amazing extra content documentaries exclusive interviews and more uh, guys thank you so much for taking the time to join us today uh, we'll see you all a little bit later on thank you for watching thank you for liking sharing and subscribing and we'll see it all soon